0: Are you still recording all of this? I am. It's gonna be really boring. Well, it's not, again, I'm not. When we moved from the suburbs to the city this fall, I thought it would be a great idea to create a podcast of our adventures. Our search for public life, which seemed to be in short supply in the suburbs. The idea is I'm testing it out plus, there may okay. be something. you got to
1: commit to a lane, though, because you're making me crazy. You're in two lanes. Commit to it. OK. You're still in two lanes. Oh, my God. Didn't you see the thing? Why did not you do that?
0: <laughs> see, I just got a good recording of you saying, oh, my God. See, that's going <laughs> to use that. I'm going to use that, oh, my God, on our show. <laughs> see, you never know. But I was still driving a car that backbone of suburban existence. You're driving like your Uncle Joe! Was it Uncle I, Joe that did was. that? Yes, he straddled oh. lanes. You get, you, you, as you get older, you get, you're you scary. I'm gonna have to start driving because you scare me sometimes. Perfect. <laughs> I'm selling the car. I can't wait. Parking a second car at our new apartment building on Columbia Pike is like making a monthly car payment. So I sold my Jetta. The bus service around here is a dream. Buses come every three or four minutes to take you up and down Columbia Pike and other parts of Arlington. It's not like the suburbs. The buses usually have lots of riders and people from all over the world take these buses. Sushmita Muzundar, a longtime resident of Arlington, says that people from many nations hear languages of home when they walk to the bus stops. I took the Art41 bus to Studio Pause, where Sushmita encourages people to make time for art and writing, and where she showcases art from people in the community. And it's where Victoria and I start Public Spaces. I'm Bryce Tolpin. Sushmita just published Columbia Pike Recipes for Recovery, restaurant stories from around the world, in one zip code. The book includes stories based on our interviews with owners of several Columbia Pike restaurants, places renowned for bringing the foods of many nationalities to Arlington. But the recovery part of the book has to do with when a lot of those restaurants got started just before or during the pandemic. The stories are about perseverance and community.
1: And then these business women were telling me how they survived through the pandemic. And it's because they had this community of regulars who would Come into the restaurant even to just have soup or just have tea To support the restaurant, right? So that is in the recipes for recovery And then there was one woman who said I had to stay home I had to quit working and stay home as a single mom because my daughter was doing a uh, virtual school I couldn't have a job. So I quit my job as a Starbucks manager and started driving an uber you know because it was flexible and then I saved up my money and I opened this cafe And I'm like, whoa, right? And another lady said, I had a nail salon, and then I got divorced, and then I had these two young girls I was taking care of at home, and then the pandemic happened, and I have a lot of friends who are restauranters, and they would come to my house, and I would cook Vietnamese food for them. And they loved my food and said I should open a restaurant. And they said they'd help me, and we started this, and then the pandemic hit. So, you know, just hearing all their stories, and then all this stuff, doing this work, and Listening to people who live on the pike and what they love, like these young people talking about, I love being here. I just feel so at home. And I'm like, yeah, me too.
0: And there's tens of thousands of these stories.
1: Yeah, and then I'm like, you know, I want to be on the pike. I don't know how that works, but I want to be on the pike. I want this thing to always be...
0: What is it about Columbia Pike that causes Sushmita to want it to always be? Sushmita and I were with Lloyd Wolf, the director of the Columbia Pike Documentary Project and the co-author of several other books about Columbia Pike. Something's going on here where people from all over the world are living not, not in a ghetto. They're not in siloed communities. They're all mixed up and by and large they're getting along. What would support this kind of community where no group's culture dominates over the others? How do we take pride in our heritage while remaining open to the perspectives of others? For Sushmita, it's about stories and objects. Studio Pause's art gives Columbia Pike Vietnamese, Ethiopian, Anglo-Saxon, and Bolivian communities, for instance, a chance to discover their place in Columbia Pike in the context of the other communities. She talks about objects and the stories behind them.
1: So I'm also a docent at the Smithsonian's National Museum of Asian Art for the last 24 years, and that is where I've learned to do what I do today, actually, because what I learned there is that through stories of objects, we can learn about each other. So the object becomes the the piece that we are talking at and around, not each other, because when we talk about each other, it gets all contentious and it gets really uncomfortable.
0: Studio Pause is 11 years old, but its new location on Columbia Pike is just about a month old. And it's already holding a mirror up to the Columbia Pike community, particularly the Barcroft Apartments next door, leasing space to several nationalities. Shusmita uses paintings, photographs, craft items, so all of this diversity can see itself. As Lloyd and I were leaving Studio Pause, I received an object lesson about these objects. Hi. I'll see you Saturday. Good. No, I was just showing her... As we opened the door, we ran into a couple standing in the darkness, who had been looking inside Studio Pause at a dance costume with a feather headdress made in Bolivia. Its sash was in three colors, red, yellow, and green.
1: You see the flag, that flag, The green, yellow, and red, that's Ethiopian flag. Yeah. Also Bolivian flag, is it? Yeah, yeah. that what? is a Bolivian dress. Do you want to come in and see it? Yeah, yeah, come it's okay. I was you thinking, can come in. Could you yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. This is We're a the... community space. Yeah, is yeah, a new art space that okay. she's she runs it. Yeah,
0: okay, that's nice.
1: So this lady is Bolivian. Which one? Who this, gave this? So this, all the
0: artists. All of us from various backgrounds—Indian, Ethiopian, Jewish, Anglo-Saxon—learned yeah. something none of us had known. Ethiopia and Bolivia use the same three colors in their flags.
1: So the same
0: color flag.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah it's it's can I take a picture of you with this to kind yeah. of tell that story, if you don't mind? Yeah, sure. Yeah. No problem, you, would yeah. you like to be in the picture? Oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Lloyd is a oh, photographer, yeah. so yes. we are part of this project, <laughs> called it, Columbia uh, yeah. Pike Documentary Project. Okay. okay.
0: Then another gentleman walked in, making his own cultural connections.
1: Art space? Yes, I am also living work, but In uh, that's great. So we have a family art night tomorrow where kids and parents can come together. <laughs> and the kids will do art with our artists who we made met. this artwork. Okay. And the parents can relax. We have coffee, we have books, we have please So you see what's
0: going on. Is this is happening all the time. Yes. It's only been here three months. weeks. Lloyd was correct. I did see what was going on. Public space was going on. Next month, public spaces will interview a local panhandler who makes some public space out of some unlikely turf, a median strip.
1: Oh, my God.